Good afternoon. The time is 2 o'clock. Welcome to Vox Pop on this Food Friday, February 2nd. I'm Ray Graff. Today we welcome back our friend Holly Shellowitz of NourishingWisdom.com. Holly appears on this program from time to time to talk about healthy cooking and eating and foods that can help give us some oomph, help our immune system a little bit, reduce our cravings for junk food. If you have a question for Holly, give us a call, 800-348-2551, 1-800-348-2551, or you can email us at voxpop at wamc.org. Holly is one of the two people in the world who have ever gotten me to eat kale. So she ranks pretty high on this program. Holly Shelowitz and your calls coming up after the news. Hello again. Welcome back to Vox Pop, WAMC's live afternoon call-in talk show. I'm Ray Graff. It's Food Friday, and today we welcome back our pal Holly Shelowitz. Holly is a nutrition counselor, culinary nutrition educator, and holistic health coach. For over 20 years, Holly's been teaching people how to eat healthier, feel better, harness their body's own preventative and healing powers with food, herbs, and lifestyle. Holly regularly teaches community workshops at libraries, farmers markets, and on the ubiquitous Zoom. To ask Holly a question about healthy cooking and boosting your immune system and feeling better, give us a call, 800-348-2551, 1-800-348-2551, or you may email the program at voxpop at wamc.org, voxpop at wamc.org, or 800-348-2551. Holly Shelowitz, welcome back. How are you? Hey, Ray. Thank you. I'm doing great. What has been happening in Hollyland? <laughs> in Hollyland, it's been a, a time of wintering. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the the light is starting to emerge more. We're having more daylight, and um, but all for all those cold days and weeks, I just felt like I was hunkering in and wanting to. Uh, get in some naps and try to get to bed early and how early you go to bed in the winter well i mean i'd like to go to sleep at 9 30 but i often do not <laughs> i aim for that but it's usually more like 11 really because 9 30 is getting pretty late for me now is it we, well we go early. what time do you wake up in the morning quarter of five exactly why when so... do you wake up <laughs> later okay later than enough. that but you know what that's why you need to that's why you're aiming for early because if you don't get enough sleep. How does that feel day after day? No bueno, right? I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I always maintain a kind of a medium level of, eh, I feel kind of lousy, but oh. okay, you know. Um, you know, a lot of people in the wintertime, they might put on 10. They might. It doesn't look like you're putting on any weight. Oh, thank you for that. Uh, it's easy to eat a lot more at this time of year because the body is in comfort mode. I know for me, I am definitely not exercising as much as I do when it's spring, summer, fall because I love being outside. I love riding my bike. I love hiking. Yeah. And I'm not as excited to get out <laughs> early in the morning, although yesterday and today I did um, because I, I can tell it's like starting to change. It's a little bit warmer. Yep. And um, yeah, so it's easy to eat more at this time of year. It's actually the body's natural instinct is to beef up. Store up all those calories. Uh, Holly Shelowitz is our guest. 800-348-2551 is the number. Well, we're discussing what we we're going to talk about on the show last week, and you said chocolate. And I said, I think there's a, a bad connection here. <laughs> this kind of takes me by surprise. What are we talking about today? 
Oh, I'm so excited. Really? So this is all about the health benefits of chocolate. And first of all, so many people love chocolate for reasons that they don't even know, but they just love it. Do and you know? I know. Yep, okay. I do know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So there are so many health benefits to eating chocolate, and specifically dark chocolate. Um, it's really high in natural antioxidants. What does that mean? That there are natural plant compounds in chocolate that help to reduce inflammation and help to... Oh, I need to You need some water? I'll get you some water. We How's can send that? out for some. Okay, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> um, that help the body to... Um, yeah, like, I want to say, like, yeah, reduce inflammation. That's that's the easiest way to say it. There's also really positive brain chemicals that, or, chemi like, constituents in the chocolate that really help to stimulate the brain in really positive ways. You know, I, I don't know anything about chemistry or anything else, but I do know that for my entire life, I do love chocolate, and there's a certain... I don't know if it's an endorphin release or something, but ah, Zach the engineer slash <laughs> bartender. You, Thank you for bringing the uh, water. Very nice, sir. <laughs> you know, there's a certain endorphin release or something you get when, or, or some people get, and I get when I eat chocolate. Absolutely. And what is it? Why? Yeah. It's um the it's called Theobromo Cacao is the official name. Thank you. This is Anna. pretty busy oh, in here. Oh, this is awesome. What's going on? <laughs> Everybody's bringing stuff. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um. And so there are, um, it's there's caffeine, and then there's something called theobromine, which is definitely energizing, but in a different way than caffeine is. Yeah. Now it also happens that there is caffeine in chocolate as well, yeah. small amount, um, but there's something that really stimulates that energizing. It's also, it's very positive. Like, have you noticed that? Like, where it's it's. It's uplifting in a different way than caffeine is, and it, it's also, like, happy. Like, it, it can really sometimes bring a feeling of... I wouldn't go that far. ...open-heartedness and happiness. Really? But, but you said you like it. I do like it. And you like, like it. it for some reason. Yeah. Holly Shelowitz is our guest, <laughs> and you, you have... A thing of hot water, which I've never even seen one of these devices. <laughs> uh, you have hot water, and you have all these ingredients. You're going to make something. Yes. While you prepare that and while we get ready for that, this email from Lucy. I want to eat kale, but when I buy a bag, I find <laughs> it doesn't get eaten before it spoils. What's the best way to enjoy kale? Help. Oh, love that. Yeah. <laughs> Great question. Okay, a lot of people have a bad experience with kale because either they've eaten it raw in large pieces, right? or it has been cooked with either no flavor or it's also in big pieces, which makes, like, a lot of people are like, ah, it just, like, it's too much to chew. Yeah. So a few really helpful hints. One is sauteing anything with garlic and olive oil. Yeah is a great beginning. And so what I like to do is put kale, and you want to cut the kale in small pieces so that you're not getting a big giant piece on your fork. And so you cut the kale into small pieces and saute it in some olive oil with some garlic, or if you don't even have, if you don't have garlic, you can use garlic powder, some salt, and then you want to add a few splashes of water and then cover the pan so that all of that is breaking down the hard-to-chew right. kale. 
And so you want to continue sauteing it. And you're also, because of the water, there's like a slight braise going on. And what it's softening it. Yeah. And so after about eight minutes or so, it doesn't have to be exact, um, taste it and see if it's soft enough. He's looking at me. You guys, no, you should no, see no, this look no. he's giving me. Okay, wait. I believe but, you. I truly believe right, you. As long as there's flavor, right? It, like anything, um, if you have some salt, some garlic, some good olive oil, yeah. and that it's tender, you know, like broccoli, for example. If Some people, if they saute broccoli al dente, uh, it's too chewy and they don't enjoy it. Yeah. Kale is similar, but it's got like this bad wrap, and I think it's just not being cooked long enough. And so taste it, adjust it. Another way to do it is with a little soy sauce, a little grated ginger. That's really yummy. But you want to make it so it's soft. Mm. And then one more. If you want to make a kale avocado salad, which you can look up on the, you know, on the web, just make sure you're chopping your kale really fine so that the pieces are small. Mm. How much kale do you eat a week? <laughs> I I do I eat I probably eat a a, a literal bunch of it like yeah. uh, every day. Really? Oh yeah. Every like it's, it's day. Absolutely part of my world. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to withdraw the whole subject of kale for the moment. Uh, the number here is 800-348-2551. Holly Shellowitz is with us. A culinary nutrition educator and holistic health coach. What's a holistic health coach again? Mm, where we holistic means whole, right? The I got whole that I got. person. Yeah. And so I can talk about, let's say, broccoli or kale. Eat that, and you'll be fine. But really, we have a whole. There's a, so many parts of us. It's how we spend our time, how we move our bodies, what we're drinking, what we're eating, how we're sleeping. That all contribute to our health and wellness and so it's really taking into account so many different elements that are related to health. Holly Shelowitz is our guest today on this edition of Food Friday 800-348-2551. Zach there's going to be some preparations here. <laughs> Holly's whipping up something. She has a cauldron. Let's take a break now and then we'll find out what's at play. 800-348-2551. Email is voxpop at wamc.org. Food Friday, Rig Raff here, 800-348-2551. Holly Shelowitz is with us, a nutrition counselor, a culinary nutrition educator, a holistic health coach for Pete's sake, and she's making something which, on the face of it, doesn't look like it would be that healthy or nutritious. <laughs> what are you doing, Holly Shelowitz? <laughs> well, I brought this really beautiful uh, clay pot. Yeah, it is and nice. I've got some ceremonial-grade cacao, which is... Essentially, chocolate in its natural state, no sweetener added. Yeah. And I'm going to add some uh, water. just recently boiled water to it. 
And oh, then we, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Don't touch it. Okay. And then we're going to, I'm going to ask your opinion about what else you want in here because, so we're going to make some essentially hot chocolate. Oh, cool. Oh, and, that's great. Yeah. We are going to boost it with some beautiful, uh, Superfoods. Okay. Okay. You well, wh- know? why would you ask me which superfoods to put in? Because I would well, say stop with the chocolate, and then we're good. Right. No, we're uh, we're gonna bring it. Or I'm so, gonna let you make that choice. Okay. You great. tell me, and I'm still gonna drink it. <laughs> That's good. I'll make it taste good. All right. You the, have my word. The number here is eight hundred three four eight two five five one. Holly, while you continue to prepare, we'll go to the phones and we'll talk to our friend Joan. Joan in Schenectady. <laughs> Hello, Joan. Oh, hello, hello. I didn't even have a chance to breathe yet. Hey, you um, you were just talking about the best thing about chocolate and cacao, the theobromide. I don't know if you know this, Ray. I know you know Latin, but this is from the Greek. Literally, it means food of the gods. No way. Mm, yes, it does. Way. Joan, do you remember that movie? <laughs> do you remember that movie, The Food of the Gods, from the seventies, where the rats got giant um, uh, for yes, eating that yeah. stuff? Uh, so this is not going to happen to me, right? Uh, Ray, I can't speak for all of your habits. Okay. Um, all right, fair enough. Well good said. luck with that. Well thanks, said. Joan. I appreciate it. <laughs> have, a, have a good weekend, and thanks for the call. 800-348-2551. All right, what are you doing now, Holly Shalowitz? Okay, so I have put some of the um, ceremonial cacao into my beautiful pot. Yep. I'm going to actually before I add the water, I'm going to add some superfoods to this. So what is the what is a superfood? Yeah, what is a superfood? What food? a superfood is a natural food that adds super nutrition to our world. So okay. I'm going to take some powdered. Hang on, stop. I can <laughs> I can see the label on this. It says lion's mane. Exactly. It's not. Okay, I'm not eating hair from a lion. You are Just... definitely not going to do that. All so right. lion's mane is a Gorgeous medicinal mushroom. Ah, There's no tripping going on okay, here. It's a medicinal fine. mushroom that is very helpful for the brain. Really? Yes. Well, it really helps with brain health. Okay. And so, so I'm putting a small spoonful and of And you've that. had this before, right? So you know it's okay? <laughs> it's absolutely okay. Right. I will not do anything funky You're to you. You're still ambulatory, yes. so we're all right. I'm also going to add some chaga. So chaga is also, it's a, these are all powdered, finely powdered mushrooms. Yeah. And so chaga is a mushroom that actually grows all over our area on white birch trees. Ah. And it is also um, a superfood. Huh. And so I'm adding a, a small bit of that. So we have lion's to... mane and chaga. Yep. Okay. Uh, by the way, while you're doing <laughs> that, can we stop and chat while you're doing Absolutely. that? Absolutely. This email from Dee and Sven. Uh, recent news reports from Consumer Reports state that there are high quantities of heavy metals in dark chocolate, mm. especially 70% cacao varieties. We love chocolate, had been eating a square daily until this news. What do you know about it? We've discontinued eating daily dark chocolate, oh. but would be glad to return if it's safe to do so. Oh, yes, definitely you... return. Now, there is that I did read that study. And um, there are there in the study they were saying that there are specifically certain brands that were that had higher concentration of lead, and so it's important to do your research and to whenever you can buy organic, that would be great. Or if you are knowing where the chocolate is being sourced from, yeah, um, it's a new study, so I'm I'm on top of that and. Um, 
That's look, bad. It's not great. Where's the lead coming from? The earth. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Or possibly, you know, it could be also coming from the sky. You know, not just magically from the sky. No, I understand just, what you're saying, yeah. pollution and whatnot. Yeah. But just something being organic, does that mean automatically that there will be no contaminants of that kind? Well, I'll say that when something is organic or, um, yeah, that it just means that there's there's no chemicals and pesticides that are being added to it. But if it's in the soil. A lot of companies are, uh, even small growers are now testing to make sure that that's not the case. Okay. So, yeah. so, so do your homework. Uh, I would, but don't stop eating chocolate. Like, see if you can find a local purveyor. I didn't. I didn't hear where they were from, but we've got uh, some so it. many amazing local chocolatiers. Yep. That are har- that are using chocolate from, um, you know, overseas or the you know the out west, you know, southwest over. And um, but to just do your research and know a lot of the small private. Uh, makers are saying where their chocolate is being sourced from. The number here is 800-348-2551. Holly Shelowitz is our guest. And before we get to the delicious chocolate and mushroom concoction that you're working on, <laughs> let's go back to the phones in Salisbury, Connecticut. And let's see if I can say your name correctly. Tai, is that correct? Tai. Yeah, you're on. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I just love the fact that you're talking about kale. Um, I'd love to go back to chocolate, but let's go back to kale. Okay. Um, I make this great kale recipe. I just wanted to share it. Okay. If I may. Sure. Um, I chop the kale really fine, raw, very, very, very fine. And I add chopped garlic to it. I chop my own garlic and put it in the pot, maybe two or three cloves. And I do a really good olive oil, salt can do pepper, and then I do a little bit of maple syrup, and I toss it. Oh. And, you know, down the road, like one or two days, even even before that, it's like I have a girlfriend that tried it, and she didn't even know she was eating kale. She loved it. Oh, that's... But that salt and the maple syrup and the garlic, and it's just like in mm. the olive oil, it just, and, and a little teeny bit of maybe of some kind of vinegar, maybe sherry or something like that. And now, it really balances the flavors out. Tell you, hang on, because Holly sort of was surprised by that last bit about the vinegar. Why were you surprised? A uh, lot of different umami flavors, right? So you've got salty, you've got sweet with the maple, mm-hmm. and then you've got vinegar, which is giving like a nice kind of tart. So that's really an interesting combination. What kind of vinegar are you using? I can do sherry, sometimes a little bit of lemon, fresh lemon. You could mm-hmm. try even lime, mm. fresh lime. Nice. Just a little bit. Just yeah. to kind of balance a little bit of the flavors. Yeah. So I just, I love kale too, but I have to chop it extremely fine. Exactly. Um, and, and then it also masticates it anyway when you do that fine. So, yeah, I, I love kale too. And um, mm, okay. thank you for the show. It's a great great thank Thank you i'm so glad now when you don't chop it fine is that Mm. when it becomes nature's whisk broom (laughs) oh i see okay so it still becomes nature's regardless of the size of the particles yeah but i believe that food should be really delicious and that we shouldn't have to suffer because it's healthy so a lot of people don't like it because of the texture and it's because it's not cooked enough or when someone is making it raw that it's too big and too mm-hmm. the the mouth feel feels ick. Yeah. 
Holly Shelowitz joins us today, nutrition counselor, <laughs> culinary nutrition educator, a kale aficionado. 800-348-2551 if you want to join the conversation or Vox Pop at WAMC.org if you want to email. All right. While you were talking to Kai, Tai, what were you putting in that? Okay. So I've just added some cinnamon. Okay. And some cardamom, which is a gorgeous Indian spice. And allegedly good for you. Definitely good for you. Really, I could say that so many herbs and spices have so many health benefits. Phytonutrients, which are like plant nutrients, and they are also natural digestives that happen to also have incredible, beautiful flavor. Mm -hmm. So all this is going in what we call hot chocolate. This is, but it's yeah, not your not your usual hot chocolate. Mushrooms and what is that? (laughs) This is. I'm just adding a little bit more. Okay. So now we've we've we put in the uh, lion's mane. We put in the <laughs> the other mushrooms. Lion's mane, chaga, chaga, reishi. R- what, or now reishi. I didn't see the reishi or reishi. Oh. What, what is that? <laughs> They're all powdered, and um, and again, like incredible, like super healthy, natural. Right here, this is it. I gotta say, people can't see it, but what you're putting this in it looks very much like a small, like a miniature witch's cauldron. That's and, perfect. And you're, you seem to be adding some. You got the eye, eye of Newt. <laughs> Not today. All right, good. I'm about to add a little bit of maple syrup. All right, there you go. This actually does not have to be sweetened. You could keep it. A lot of people make this cacao drink. Like you might have heard, there's a lot of companies now bringing mushrooms, like powdered mushrooms, into coffee combinations. No, I have not heard that. Yes. Really? Because it it adds super nutrition and doesn't change the flavor. You don't drink coffee, though, right? I don't. I okay. know that shocks you. No, no, it's fine. Um, but then there's also ways, like I'm using all individual things here, but there are companies that are absolutely making cacao with these beautiful huh. medicinal mushrooms wow. in it because it... It boosts our health and our brain health and our blood. And you should see the look on no, his no, face no, right no. now, I, you guys. I, 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 no, you're talking about this very interesting thing. Meanwhile, we have a caller on hold about kale, and we just got an email about kale. What? Okay, come on, you guys. Ask me about chocolate. Well, uh, listen, kale, kale is <laughs> kale, good, too. You it's just, happening. You just keep that witch's brew going. All right, I'm pouring uh, James the water into in, it. Just want to pass along an FYI, says James. Kale is a wonderful addition to a sausage and pepperoni pizza. Try it, Ray. It's delicious. He's got your number, Ray. I don't know, buddy. I'm not sure. Uh, John writes in, I find slicing the stem out of the kale leaf, cutting it up small, and cooking it three-quarters of the way first with the garlic and olive oil makes a great difference. And that's from John in Western Massachusetts. You're nodding. Yep. Oh, we turned. Did you turn your mic off? Oh. No, there we go. Oh, oh, Zach turned you down because you're making a tremendous oh. amount of noise, and he's irritated. No, it's okay? <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Thanks, Zach. I'm, stir- I'm one, whisking. One thing you have to learn, Yeah. and I've been here a long time, and so is Zach, you really don't want to get on his bad side. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, Zach, I've got some chocolate for you. So Hopefully do you agree that'll make everything Do you agree bad. with what John said? Yeah. And I could re- recap it if Fantastic. you want. Fantastic. I yeah? heard it. Yeah. Okay. Number here is 800-348-2551. All right. You whisk, and then I'll go to Jerry in Colony. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> you're on. Hey, Ray. The, the, the kale lovers, you rattled our cake. All right. I have a different, a little different recipe. I chop it up, and I steam it, 
and then I just dump it in the colander so it, I can get rid of the water. Then you saute a good amount of chopped red onion and put some Dijon mustard in water and dump that on, you know, after the onion has softened. And just cook it down a little bit and then dump the kale in, and it's absolutely delicious. You know, let me ask you a question, Cherry. <laughs> now, we know, yes. we, we know that Holly eats roughly two or three bushels of kale a, a week. How much, how much kale do you eat a week? Oh, it, well, it varies, but, you know, I, I use it a lot, and it's just, it's, it's, I love it. Okay. Soups, right. on and on. But you know, the mustard and the red onion, is just, it just gives it such a pop. Sort of like, you know, the vinegar that was mentioned. What do you so th- anyway, Kale, we'll, we'll get you there yet, Ray. Uh, you know, I'm not <laughs> sure, uh, Jerry, but thank you. What do you think about that recipe? Sounds great. Yeah? Yeah. Right, Although what- I, I would say maybe add less water so you don't have to drain it because no doubt the water that you're draining is green and there's a lot of nutrition in that water so maybe just use less so that you don't have to ah, waste you know that. um it's did you ever put kale in chocolate Mm-mm. oh my god i mean we're doing a, you're making chocolate and I we're am. talking about kale i know it's there's a, something it, there's an incongruity <laughs> going on here well, let's go over to Sky and Sheffield to find out what's going on there. 800-348-2551. Sky, you're on with Holly Shelowitz. Oh, hi, Shelly. Thanks for being there. Um, sorry to say it's another kale comment, but I do love chocolate. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a recipe that I found. I do take the stem out, and I cut it into teeny tiny pieces because that's where a lot of the nutrients are. Yeah. And I, I find that if I use flat kale, flat leaf kale instead of the curly, because the curly kind of has little pricklies or something in it, and, um, you know, I find it's much more palatable to the mouth, but I steam it in um, a little bit of chicken broth, or if you're vegetarian, you can use the, um, you know, veggie broth, and then I um, add balsamic vinegar in hmm. with a little bit of maple syrup and some ginger. Okay. Wow, that's great. A lot I of people steam are using it. the yeah. Yeah. Saute so it. Not much fluid, and um, then you can either have it plain or you can add in. Um, oh, that's neat. Chicken or something like that, or uh, tofu. You know. Um, yeah. Marinated, uh, sautéed tofu. Mm. It's really good, and it's the for me the secret is using the flat flat leaf kale, so and there's... it's also excellent. Excellent with the um, rainbow chard. Cool. Uh, Sky, thank you for the call. Appreciate it very much. So there's there's a curly kind and a flat kind. Yes. The flat is called lacinato kale. Yeah. And it takes a little longer to cook, but it's not as, um, like she was saying, it's it's not as curly as the curly kale. So it, ah. people might find that a little easier to. Okay. Uh, by the way, I, I must have put Heather and New Milford on the air immediately. I didn't, I didn't mean to, but since Heather's already <laughs> on the air. Hello, Heather. Oh, wow. Hey. So I want to get back to your cauldron. Okay. And I thank you. I'd love to hear <laughs> more about <laughs> you started talking about um, like mushroom powder coffee drinks for the morning time. And I see that I see advertisements for that um, coming up. And it's just it's intriguing. And now I hear you adding many of the ingredients that they talk about. Yeah. So I was hoping that you could like, do you have a 
for someone who would just like be dipping their toe into this sort of thing right about now, um, like, do you have a, a, a recommendation for a, a brand or how, like, would we oh, go well, out we, and buy yeah. all these things? Yeah. I, um, or maybe not a brand, but yeah. like, how do we? Exactly. So I won't um, mention a specific brands. However, I will say you want to be an educated consumer and read labels. And so all of the mushrooms that I used today, so I have reishi, chaga, lion's mane. One that I don't have that I would have loved to have put in here is called cordyceps. And so you can find there are so many fabulous companies, small companies, that are making their own mushroom blends, either with cacao in it already, Ah. cacao and cocoa, same. Yep. Um... So Ray is about, he's smelling the No, no, I'm waiting, I'm waiting just, for you to finish talking okay, to Heather, good. and then you I, just, I will have a little I want toast. You to, yeah, good. It okay, smells good. good. It yeah. doesn't smell like a hideous witch's brew. <laughs> so it, I think it's going to be all right, Heather. Okay, good. Um, and so you can get it with cacao or just the mushroom powder, or you can also get it with coffee if, if that's your jam. Um, and I would say to start with a small amount and see how your body feels. But I highly recommend there are... So many studies that have been out for a very long time, but and some new ones that are really showing us the um, incredible nutritive benefits of incorporating these beautiful mushrooms into our okay. into our day. Heather, thanks a lot for the call. The number here is 800-348-2551. Cheers. Cheers. All right, here we go. Okay, he's about to sip. And if you want it sweeter, I have more maple syrup. No, no, syrup. it's fine. <laughs> By golly, it's not horrible. No, it's good. It's <laughs> this good. This is great. No, I like so, it. So this has, um, I also put a little almond milk in it. And if you want it, like this is, like if, if any of you have ever tasted 100% chocolate that doesn't have sugar in it, it is bitter and it is so something that we are kind of unaccustomed to tasting. Even when you like like 70% chocolate still has a lot of sweetener in it. Yeah. But like 80, 85% is like, whoa. Yeah. It's like intense. And so when you make this cacao or hot chocolate, you want it to be more like like this flavor. And again, I could add more almond milk no, to it. It's, I could it's, add more it's maple. Sweet enough. It's, it's... But it's got like a kind of a robust um, flavor, kind of like coffee does. Yeah. Yeah, you know so you like it? I'm giving it a thumbs up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, that's... if I live to the end of the program, <laughs> we'll find it. Zach, if I have any hallucinations from the mushrooms, take over on the show. Let's do a break. 800-348-2551. Holly Shelowitz is here. We're brewing up all sorts of interesting things, and we'll be back.
James Brown. I bet he didn't eat too much kale, huh? It's Vox Pop. It is a Food Friday, 800-348-2551. Holly Shelowitz is with us, a nutrition counselor, culinary nutrition educator. She's been teaching us about all of these mushrooms. Uh, you can come in. Barb King, our screener, is going to come in and have a taste, and I want to see Barb's face. It ta- it, no, it really tastes delicious, despite the the... the mystical powders and things that you put in it does taste like cocoa and it's quite delicious oh, what do you so think glad. you like it's wonderful. all right so if we drop dead you and i drop dead together oh yeah? my gosh no God it'll be forbid. fine 800-348-2551 is the number uh, you said you lived in a tree house what did you say right before we came back on the air yeah so i i am totally fascinated by chocolate and a few years ago I really wanted to learn and understand how chocolate goes from the bean on the tree to a bar. And I found a very small family-owned plantation, cocoa plantation, in Costa Rica. Ah. And I went there to literally learn and... I lived in a treehouse, like it was actually cool. a treehouse, and it was great fun and wild. Um, and I got to see cacao pods and how they grow and and where they grow and the like they're in shade. And then the whole process from opening the cacao pod, and then when you open the pod, there are these beautiful seeds that are surrounded by this white flesh and the white flesh is really sweet and delicious we never get to see that um, unless you're really there and then the white uh, flesh is removed from the seeds and the seeds look like little almonds not little but they look they're about the shape of almonds yep and um, and then they are often then either dried and fermented all outdoors so they're like laid out in the sun in a greenhouse or you know shade cover Um, and then they're cracked and so if any of you have ever seen cacao or cocoa nibs which I just happen to have some so you could see right that's a nib this is a nib and it's it's um, the cacao pod that has been cracked. Oh my gosh! And so there are these little chocolate bits. Can I eat these? Or you will, can. Are they bad? No. Okay. They'll bit. They're bitter. Okay. Because they're well, not. So am I. So yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> so he's, yeah, tasting the cacao. It's a little bit better. Yeah, it's bitter. Yep. No, no joke. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Keep talking about the treehouse kid. <laughs> and so after the nibs, there, the, you can actually use the, these either the nibs or the seeds to literally grind and make your own chocolate. Wow. And Amazing. then sweetener is added to it and you know, oh, I, I skipped a step. After the pods have dried, sometimes they're roasted. Other times if someone is growing and wanting to maintain the raw properties of cacao, they won't roast it. And then there's something called winnowing, which after the seeds are cracked, there's like a a, a shell or like skin, like a thick skin that's on top of these little almond things. And um, they just literally use blowers to kind of blow after it's been cracked to blow the the um, the really? seeds off and then uh, on to the next stages of chocolate. And so I would wake up after, you know, being in this treehouse in the morning, I would wake up to the aroma of roasting chocolate. Oh boy, that must have been great. <laughs> it was really great. Well, it's, it's fun to talk about chocolate, but really people want to talk about kale. Okay. So uh, <laughs> this email from Cheryl says, 
I have IBS, and I've been told by medical professionals to avoid greens and raw veggies. I've also been told to lightly saute all vegetables. However, I miss fresh salads and veggies. Mm. Do you have any ideas for slightly cooked salads? Slightly mm. cooked. Slightly cooked. Um, yeah, so you can take broccoli, cauliflower, and even carrots and put them through the grating blade of your food processor so that it breaks down into small bits and then just do a quick saute so that you still have some texture, which sounds like that's what you're looking for. But then you would be also cooking it a little bit to make it easier to digest. Yeah. Also, uh, Cheryl goes on, I was told to mash greens like kale to make them more digestible even before cooking. Hmm. What do you think about that, Holly Shelowitz? I mean, maybe if you um, cooked it and sauteed it and then did that mash or maybe put it into a food processor and pulsed it a few times and then added that to some mashed potatoes. That could that could be yummy. Right. Tony writes in, to, Tony from Rolling Rock Farms, uh, <laughs> seasoning there, the great season. They'll be on again this year. Oh, good. A tip in case kale doesn't agree with you. I love kale and bacon sautéed together, so oh. bacon grease is the lubricant there. <laughs> but then... Tony also sent a pro-cooking tip picture. If you stir coconut oil into your kale, oh, it makes it easier to scrape it into the trash. Oh, oh Tony, Tony! No fair! <laughs> uh, Margaret writes in, Maggie, my ears perked up when I heard lion's mane. I'm trying to follow the FODMAP diet as suggested by my primary care physician. Mushrooms are on the list of high FODMAP foods. I'd like to continue taking the extract for memory and nerve support. Is that advisable? Well, you're not a, a scientist. Yeah, I mean, I hear and understand all of that. Obviously, without knowing more, um, that would be something we could talk about in a in a session. Okay. Um, but, you know, if it sounds like you're taking the extract... And not actually the powder. Yes, that's. I'd like to. She so, says I'd like to continue taking the yeah, extract. Yeah, I would reach out to the practitioner. That's a uh, good idea. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Maggie says, "Let's have Holly on more often." Oh, I like that. Thank you, Maggie. Uh, it's fine <laughs> as long as we don't talk about kale every time. It's it's all right with me. I mean, you yeah. know, in my work with clients, uh, so so much of everything that we're eating is it's so personal, right? One person loves. Kale, one person is like, uh, one person reacts really well to chocolate, one person might not. Yeah. And so that's where it's really important to meet with and work with a practitioner. And that's so much of the work that I've done for all these years is help people to navigate what what is really working for their bodies and what's not. Holly Shelowitz is our guest, and uh, we'll go back to the email bag in a minute, but let's grab a couple of calls at 800-348-2551. Susan is in Lenox. Hello, Susan, you're on. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I happen to be one of the people that loves chocolate, but I recently heard that it contains or may contain lead and other heavy minerals. Um what do you say to that? Mm. How do you know what you're buying? Well, um, I would say we have to do our research. It's 
it's that was really unfortunate to have heard that when when the study came out last year. Um, but I think we just we have to do our research and buy from companies that are doing some testing. Okay. Okay. Um, do you know of any? No. No, but I'm sure you okay. could you could find that. But appreciate that call, Susan. Thanks a lot. Holly Shelowitz is our guest. Greg says, I just cooked a bunch of collards briefly in my pressure cooker. It's incredibly tasty and st- and soft. Is it still nutritious, though? Absolutely. That's from Greg. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for bringing up collards. I love collards, too. Um, and yes, it's absolutely nutritious. And it's interesting. Like People always ask me, "Is it, what's healthier? Should I cook it or should I keep it raw? So when we eat vegetables raw, we are getting a lot of beneficial enzymes and vitamins. When we cook vegetables, it breaks through the cell wall so that it actually makes it easier to digest. And then we have more minerals available. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's good to switch it up. Uh, our friend Amy Halloran, who's a regular on this program. <laughs> hey, Amy. Do you know her? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I've heard her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's terrific. And she <laughs> says, really fun hearing this cocoa conversation. <laughs> I just got in t- onto a pie baking jag, and I can't believe how satisfying just looking at the pie is. Can you talk about the nutrition aspects of beauty? I don't like to focus on appearances, but there's something satisfying about looking at good-looking food. And I wonder if you can discuss that. Oh, that's such a beautiful question. (laughs) When I was making, oh my gosh, I almost, well, no, I wouldn't have forgotten because I also made these chocolate hazelnut truffles for Ray and the gang to enjoy. Oh, we've got to try that before the show's over. And so the pleasure of making these beautiful truffles and like the textures and aromas and flavors. And I know you're asking about the visual, but I think that, yes, when we are engaging our senses with the foods that we're eating, the foods that we're preparing, it elevates what we're doing. Just like you said, like you weren't even eating the pie, you were looking at it, which is so elevating because it's pleasurable. Well, backstory is, I mean, she'll look at (laughs) loaves of bread, you know, she loves that stuff. Yeah, that makes good sense. And it was like, when I was making these truffles, which I'm going to, I absolutely want you to try. Okay, fair enough. um, There is... Listen, we eat. You, we've all heard that saying. We we eat with our eyes. So yeah. if somebody shows you a plate of things that are not looking appealing to you, it's going to be like, oh god, like, ugh. like I like you have to force yourself to eat it. Which, in the classes that I teach, um, and in the way that I work with clients, it's got to taste good, yeah. and that there is pleasure in eating. And can we? Um, how do we make it pleasurable and also healthy at the same time? And that one doesn't have to negate the other. I'm making room here. So All right. That... So I see what you're doing. And uh, <laughs> let's. Okay. This is. What is this? Oh, my gosh. I just had so much fun making these. So that? these are chocolate hazelnut truffles. Mercy. Yeah. Okay. And so the middle is um, hazelnut butter that I made, Ooh. which is like divine. Just yeah. hazelnut butter. Cocoa powder, vanilla, maple syrup, um, and yeah. Okay. And, and then um, I made 
made them into like rounds and then dipped them into dark chocolate Ooh, okay. <laughs> with um, some chopped hazelnuts on the outside. All right, so I'm going to pop one of these in my mouth, but let's go to the phones first <laughs> and we'll go to Nancy in Schenectady. Nancy, you're on with Holly Shelowitz. And somebody was asking about making salad with the kale. They wanted the uh, uncooked vegetable. Uh, my daughter was over at Thanksgiving, and she showed me how to make a massaged kale salad. Mm. And uh, it was it really worked. You just take olive oil and put a little, you don't need a whole lot of it, but you put a little olive oil on the kale. Uh, we did cut it into smaller pieces first, the kale, uh, and then uh, okay. with the olive oil, and then you massage it. You just work it with your hands until it softens up, and it really made a wonderful salad. Oh, that's great. Holly, I'm do you like to, to have... massage the kale? I do. I um, do. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'm so wow. happy. <laughs> this bonbon is incredible. <laughs> hey, Zach, the engineer, yeah, yeah. this is one for you after Coming. the show. Yeah, for yeah. now, you can stay there. Yeah. Really good. This email from our buddy Tig in Chesterfield. I was served a smoothie with kale, cherries, and chocolate. I thought it was very tasty, though there was a bit of a mouthfeel of the kale. Kale is also good in soups, says Tig. Your cauldron hot chocolate almost sounds like chocolate soup. I wonder, is there such a thing? And that's from Tig. Wow. Okay, there was so much information in there. First of all, yay for that green smoothie, smoothie. but um, when you're making a green smoothie, you want to really blend the kale first so that you're not getting that icky mouthfeel situation. Um, Chocolate soup, you know, I've never heard of it, although in Mexican cuisine, uh, mole, which is unsweetened cocoa in cooking, uh, although I've never heard of it as a soup, I've certainly heard of it as a sauce, as a marinade, but I say... Go create a, a cocoa soup and let us know how well, that I mean, goes. You, you know, all right, here's my take on this. If you had given me that hot chocolate in a bowl with a spoon, oh. it's chocolate soup. Pudding, yeah. You know what I mean? It's all yeah. the delivery mechanism. <laughs> Let's go to Catherine in Woodstock. Catherine, you're on. Hi there. I just yesterday made um, faux crab cakes with lion mane mushrooms. Amazing. There are, uh, there yeah. are recipes all, all throughout the Internet, and oh. I just chose one and followed it pretty assiduously. And it, it came out, it was beautiful. It tastes great. It kind of reminiscent of crab, not really exactly like crab, and clearly no protein, but it was just a lovely thing, and it's really fun working with the mushrooms. Oh, that's great. And then my kale comment is um, I really like to make kale soup with white beans. Mm. So, you know, a stock, uh, sautéed onions, and sometimes some vegetarian um, sausage chopped up in there, or you could use real sausage. Um, But I think that that white bean and kale, they go very well together. Oh, that's a great idea. Love that. And thank you for this fabulous show. Eat more Uh, kale. (laughs) You're welcome. And thanks for bringing up that lion's mane. So a lot of grocers and farms are providing, growing this beautiful lion's mane. I mean, I want you guys to go out to your markets and look for it. It may not be in a regular supermarket. You're going to have more luck in a at your farmer's market or places like Adams and, you know, places that have yeah. more gourmet uh, 
well, not gourmet, but just have more farm Esoteric fresh local things. Yes. things. Okay. And um, you can use lion's mane and shiitake and maitake and oyster mushrooms in your cooking and in your sautés. In fact, I really encourage it. You know, putting it in cacao is a beautiful way to do it. Um, and there's even a place in Kingston that where you can go and buy uh, your cacao drink and then add beautiful superfoods to it, just like what I'm doing. I don't ah. know. Can I name it? Or I don't I? care. Yeah. Okay. It's called Cacao Lab. Um, it's Uptown Kingston, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, the mushrooms are kicking in. You can say whatever the, you want now. I don't, I don't, it's fine. <laughs> but like, eat eat your mushrooms and saute them. It's always it's better to always cook them, to not eat them raw, um, even shiitakes. So you want to always cook them or marinate them so that the medicinal benefits really come forward after cooking. By the way, Dave wrote in. We only have a, less than a minute here. Kale in twenty twenty two. And in previous years, has been number three on the Dirty Dozen list of most heavily pesticide-laden foods, according to the government. If you eat kale, make sure it's organic. That's one thing Dave says to do. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, and now it's easy to find. We live in our whole listening area. We are so blessed to have so many amazing growers and farms and farmers markets, even over the winter. And so, yes. And uh, several people have written in. We had this conversation uh, earlier in the show about the heavy metals in the chocolates, but several people have written in about the Consumer Reports. Ugh. So people should check that out, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely get clear. Hey, Holly Shelowitz, this was a heck of a lot of fun. How do people find <laughs> you online? Okay, come to my website, nourishingwisdom.com. I teach lots of classes, both in person and online. And then, uh, yeah, that's the best way. Instagram is Holly's Nourishing Kitchen and Facebook Holly Shelowitz, and I look forward to hearing from y'all. Splendid. Well, we'll see you soon, yeah? Yeah. Support comes from the Inn at Saratoga, celebrating 180 years of hospitality. Saratoga Springs' oldest continuously operating hotel, the Inn at Saratoga.com. And Troy Waterfront Farmer's Market, indoors for the winter at the Troy Atrium, Saturdays 9 to 2, featuring fresh local food and produce, vendors with music, dining, and a maker's market, troymarket.org. Once again, thanks to Holly Shelowitz for being here today. She brought her cauldron. We'll help her get it back in the car. Thanks you for listening. Thanks for the calls. Thanks for the emails. Thanks to Zach Malloy. Try one of these bonbons, for lack of a better term, Zach, after the show. Fantastic. Barb King screened the calls. Thanks, Barb. I'm Ray Graff. We'll see you Monday at 2 for a Medical Monday. Meantime, have a splendid weekend.